You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for a visit with an electee to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame. Here's John Morris with one of Baylor's all-time greats. Each week we are visiting with one of the new electees to the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. The induction banquet comes up November 3rd on the Baylor campus, uh, cash and building on that Friday evening, November 3rd. It is another outstanding class going into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor this year. And one of those in the class representing Baylor men's tennis Dennis Lukash joins us now. And Dennis, first off, uh, congratulations to you. What a great, great honor. Thank you. Thank you very much. It is my honor. It's a very special honor for me. I mean, you're now you're now among the elite of the elite in Baylor Athletics, you know, going into the Athletics Hall of Fame. What was that like when you uh when you got the call from Walter Abercrombie that uh, gave you the good news? Um Humbling, uh, surprising, and a very unique and special feeling that I don't think I ever had in my life. It was a very, <laughs> it was a very interesting call, and certainly I was surprised. And I'm I'm just ecstatic about it. It's a, I I don't know if anybody's dreaming about being in the Hall of Fame, but it is definitely a dream come true because it is very very special. I have. I didn't think that I'm going to be part of that very, very special group one day. Wow, that's tremendous. And uh, and you're right. That's part of what makes you a Hall of Famer is because you wouldn't ever expect, you know, to be. You wouldn't expect that honor. So that makes it uh, that much more worthy. What uh, take us back to the time when Matt Canole was recruiting you to Baylor? Uh, long trip from uh, your native Hungary to Waco, Texas. Uh, what was that recruiting process like for you? <laughs> so try to try to recruit someone who doesn't speak English. Uh, <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> so uh, I remember the day when he called me for the first time, and I was sitting on my couch in Budapest after a long day of practice, and he would be there's just this long phone call, long phone number on my on my cell phone. And this guy starts talking to me in English. And at first I thought my friends are pranking me (laughs) and I hung up on him and he called me right back. And somehow we got through the conversation and exchanged email addresses. And the rest is history from there. I learned a lot about college tennis. He was very... Uh, gracious about introducing me to how the process works and and what we need to pay attention to to make this happen. But it was definitely a unique experience. I'm sure it was very unique for him to recruiting a Hungarian who doesn't speak English. But at the same time, you know, it was it was uh, it was uh, very gratifying and and a very professional experience. Amazing story. So you had to have a translator, right, between you guys. How how did that play out? <laughs> yes. So my father's best friend um, uh, left Hungary back in the very, very old days of the communism. Mm. And he lived in Arizona. And obviously, he was perfect English by that time. And he he came back to Hungary and he played the translator when when uh, Coach Knoll was visiting me. And obviously, it was it was great. I spoke enough English to 
get by and understand each other for a little bit, but we definitely needed the translator and, and, you know, I had to take some extra classes to make sure that I'm, I'm prepared to make sure that I, I, I know what I need to do in order to get started. Right. So you get to Waco, you get to Baylor, and it's uh, and you're a student athlete. You know, student is listed first. Now you're a great tennis player, <laughs> and but you're a student first. How was uh, how high was that hurdle of the language barrier in classes when you started out at Baylor? Uh, would you like me to tell the world what was my GPA? <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't something I was proud of. I, I can got tell you. you that uh, there was a. There was a very there was a very nice trajectory to the end of the to the last semester of mine. So <laughs> I went, it was a steep hill. Let, let me just describe it that way. But um, look, the the first semester experience was obviously very difficult, um, big cultural change. Um, but what's very unique about Baylor and Baylor University and the professors and the athletic department and the entire community is that they hug you when you struggle. And I was hugged by lots of great people in school, in the athletic department, by Coach Knoll, by the assistant coaches who we had over the years, and they they helped me through. And the first couple of months was one of the toughest periods of my life, but it, it got going. And by the second semester, when we got to the spring of my first year, uh, it was it was substantially better, and it ju- only got better over time. And so it was definitely a learning experience and something that I will never forget. Wow. Well, congratulations to you persevering through that and doing you know what you had to do academically uh, as well on the court. Uh, and on the court, uh, you were part of some really good teams. I think uh, you were here 2007 to 2010. Uh, three singles All-American honors, 2008 to 2010, a combined six Big 12 championships, and you were in the uh, at least the NCAA quarterfinals every year. Uh, Jerry Hill reminds me that that first year you were here, would that have been 07, uh, you guys played in the NCAA semifinals, ran up against Illinois. Tough loss there, wasn't it, to Illinois? Ah, yeah. Thank you for the reminder. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a very tough loss. It was something that it, that that's going to stay in my mind for a long time. We learned a lot. Uh, but looking back, it's still a pretty nice result. I mean, looking back, playing semifinals, I mean, not everybody gets to gets to say that I was playing semifinals against Illinois at the Division One NCAA championship. And so, you know, a couple of years later now, I'm looking back at it as a joy rather than just a disappointment. But um, at that time, it was tough. It was a tough loss. You know, we're we are coming to Baylor to win championships. That's what we did. And we were we did not want to stop until the winning the very last match overall. And uh, we talk about it the entire year. We wanted to go for it the entire year. We prepared for it for the entire year. And basically, you learn over the process that that's how you get the maximum out of you if mm. you have that mentality. And we had that mentality. And that year, that's where we stopped. But, you know, looking back, it, it was still very nice. Yeah, well, it worked very well. It was a great approach. And by the way, you were 8-0 uh, and o in NCAA tournament uh, singles play. So you never lost a match in the NCAA tournament. You sure did your part, Dennis. 
thank you. Thank you. But, you know, like I, I am one point out of it and yeah. there's always one team there. So <laughs> it's, 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 I, you, we always do our part and everybody did their part, right? Uh, whether they won or lost because it was just a great team. Seriously, it was it was it was something that I will remember forever. Remind our listeners uh, who were some of your teammates, who were some of the other guys that made up those very successful teams. Lars Perske, who is now also part of the Athletic Hall of Fame. Uh, Matias Zigaga was another one. Matt Brown, David Gallick, Michael Kokta, Dominic Mueller. Uh, did I mention Matt Brown? Yes. Yeah, myself. And a couple others. Wow, yeah. so that's it was great. A, it was a very strong team. Yeah, good memories there. I mean, great, great uh, tennis players and a great team as well. But beyond Baylor, what was that like for you? Did you, uh, did you try the professional circuit a little bit after Baylor? Yes, I actually did. And I played for about a year and a half, about 18 months. And uh, thankfully, I got to around 400 in a world. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was top hundred was the ultimate goal, and I thought I was going, I, I I could do it. It was I was I felt like my game is pretty close to there, and going from zero to four hundred in eighteen months, I thought that was a great progress. But unfortunately, an injury stopped that run, hmm. and I had an opportunity to finish my degree. And me and my fiance at the time, who is now my wife, we sat down together and decided that. It's probably the right decision for me to finish school and, and, and maybe explore something else in life. I got you. Very good. And tell everybody about your family and, and where you are and what you're doing now. Yes. So I work for a company called Workday, and I'm leading the sales of our financial solutions. So I'm selling to the office of the CFO. To, I sell software to a lot of accountants, hmm. uh, something that I love to do. Something that no one would have thought that I was going to end up selling accounting software, <laughs> knowing knowing me in college uh, that you know I was I was always outside running around and playing tennis, um, but it, it it worked out great and very thankful for the opportunities that uh, are in front of me. Yeah, and then family is doing fantastic. Uh, me and my wife been married for ten years now, living in Allen, Texas. And we have a six-year-old who who just started kindergarten. Ah, very and, cool. And yes, loving life. Very cool. Well, it's great to catch up with you. And again, congratulations on being selected for the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. And we look forward to seeing you here in Waco on November third. Thank you very much, and thank you for the opportunity to talk to you.